Hello and welcome to another episode of TOTS. I'm your host, Ben Gardner. Thank you so much for joining me this week. Happy Friday, and I hope you're having a great day. What I want to talk about today is very interesting. I don't often get to talk about topics that I just personally find interesting. Often, every week, what I'm doing is interviews and things like that. But I decided to do something different this week, and I want to talk to you about the new CEO of TikTok. The new CEO of TikTok is actually an American, which if you listen to my last episode on TikTok, you will understand is kind of a big deal, mainly because TikTok is owned by Chinese company ByteDance, which as you guessed it, is located in China. This has been cited before by US politicians as a reason that they do not trust TikTok or the company that owns it. Because if they did want to have a hearing or something like that, especially right now, they can't exactly have them come in. The other thing that that means is that during normal times when we don't have corona going on and things like that, it is harder for them to get them to come and testify um, before our court system or Congress just because they live in China. So obviously, when you are trying to do business in the United States, one of the best things that you can do is be fully transparent about what you're doing, who the leaders are, things like that. However, if you know anything about how business is structured in the United States, you will understand that it is not that way everywhere else. The Chinese have very interesting ways of structuring their managers. They have very interesting ways uh, on how they do the hierarchies within businesses. And for a lot of people in the United States, especially the people making the decisions, this can be very confusing. What I think TikTok and ByteDance, which again is that parent company, did was they realized, okay, because we are so, so popular, especially in the United States, we are going to need a face of the company who is going to be a representative from the place that we do the best in the United States. So they picked Kevin Mayer. Now, Kevin Mayer is a very interesting person because he has done a lot in his career. He's 58 years old, uh, and his last position, the one that he is leaving to go run TikTok and also ByteDance, he's going to be the CEO of both, was at Disney. So if you haven't heard his name before, basically what his job at Disney was, was he was the top streaming executive, which means that he takes care of Disney+. Plus. He makes sure that the different shows and movies on Disney Plus are getting up there at the right times. He works on all of the deals behind that. So very, very important person. And to Disney, someone who is critical to their success going forward, especially in times right now where most of Disney's revenue is not coming from the parks. It's not coming from in theaters, viewings and things like that. It's coming from Disney Plus. That is what is keeping them afloat right now. So to lose Kevin Mayer to ByteDance and to TikTok is definitely going to be a big blow. Now, let's talk about the reason why Kevin Mayer left Disney. So over the phone in an interview, he said that he was happy at Disney, but the magnitude of this opportunity was too great to pass up. The reason why he's saying this is if we look at it, basically he was in charge of Disney+. Plus. Okay, very successful. They rolled it out and it was an instant success, instant hit, right? Fantastic. They have about 55 million subscribers, which is nothing to cough at, right? 
However, if you look at TikTok, they have around 1.9 billion downloads, billion with a B, which makes it much, much, much larger of a deal than Disney+. Plus. Now, obviously, in terms of um, monetizing TikTok and things like that, things are a little bit different. Um, you have to do ads and then sponsorships and, and all of that good stuff. So obviously, it's not going to make as much per, let's say, per TikTok versus per episode of maybe a Disney Plus show. However, these little deals add up. And if you do a deal that says, okay, for this many TikToks and for this many influencers or whatever, we're going to do this many ads, it's going to show up in this many feeds, things like that, that going across 1.9 billion uh, downloads of this app is incredible. And and the magnitude of these deals, as he said, essentially, is so much larger than what he was actually doing at Disney. Now, if you want to specifically compare downloads of TikTok versus subscribers on Disney Plus in the United States, again, you have that 55 million number because um, Disney Plus has not been rolled out yet to uh, Latin America. It's not yet in Asia, although it will be later this year. So let, let's just look at the U.S. numbers. So they, again, have the 55 million for Disney Plus. Just in the United States alone, out of that 1.9 billion, 172 million estimated downloads of TikTok in this country. So again, the numbers that you're working with, much larger. This is someone who is very accomplished. There was a reason why he was put in charge of the streaming at Disney. And and I think that he saw this as an opportunity to further his career. I mean, this guy has obviously made enough money that he could retire tomorrow and be fine and probably live a life of luxury uh, that most of us won't see for the rest of his life and be totally fine. So I don't think it's the money. I think it's the opportunity that he has here to really etch his name in history as someone who did a lot with streaming, with social media, and with apps. I think that's what he's going for. This is definitely a legacy play. All right, we are going to take a quick break so that we can hear from our sponsor, and then we'll get right back into it. My sponsor this week is Juanita's Adventures and Studio 15. They really, really want to set you guys up with some nice, beautiful art maps. These maps are literally from all over the world. You, you're going to love these maps. They have maps from the Midwest, the East Coast, West Coast of the United States. They have them from all over the world, like in Europe, Asia, all places you can think about. They have a map of it. I recently moved back home, and so we're setting up a set now. I actually have one of the maps, and it's hanging on my wall right now. It is my favorite part of my room right now. It's my favorite thing to look at. It's fantastic. So, hey, we can't really go traveling just yet. They're starting to ease up restrictions. Juanita's Adventures in Studio 15 wants to set you up with some beautiful map prints to take your mind off of it, okay? You're going to use code SAFETRAVELS at checkout. You're going to go to www.juanitas.etsy.com. Choose any art map you want, add that to your cart. You're going to head over to checkout and you're going to end up with a fantastic product. Absolutely stunning. Hang it on your wall. Send me a picture of it too. I want to see what you guys order. I, I really do love these things. I would never promote something that I don't love or use myself. It's fantastic. Please go grab yourself one. All right, let's get back to our episode and continue talking about Kevin Mayer. Now, another possible reason 
that he decided to walk away from Disney is because of the pick of someone else over him for leadership and CEO at Disney. So as many of us know, Bob Iger, who was the former CEO of Disney, uh, stepped down in February rather quickly and abruptly, a lot of people thought. Um, If you read a couple articles, you'll find out that he was actually slated to step down, so it wasn't a major shock. However, he was not slated to step down for several more months, so him kind of calling it early um, was very shocking to them. He also has moved now to be executive chairman, so he's still very much involved, but mainly in the creative process. Now, if you are on the board at Disney, okay, and you are looking at the next person to take Disney to the next level to make sure it is unbelievably successful and continues on being one of the strongest and largest companies in the world, and you're seeing that a lot of your revenue is coming from streaming, especially after the rollout of Disney+, Plus. in my opinion, I would not have chosen anyone other than Kevin Mayer to lead Disney into the future. He has the expertise with the streaming. He was one of the main players in rolling out Disney+, Plus, but also behind the scenes, he was the one that was helping Bob Iger get these deals with Marvel, Pixar, all of these major deals that have made Disney more money than we could ever count, right? Kevin Mayer was also behind those, working closely with Bob Iger. So clearly the choice is Kevin Mayer. A lot of people um, in the industry also thought it would be him. And then they pick somebody else. So instead of doing what logically seems like the best move here, instead of picking the candidate that has experience with the future of what Disney is really going to become, which is a streaming giant, they ended up picking Bob Chappick. Bob Chappick is someone that uh, runs essentially the parks. So the parks that they have around the world and all of the revenue that they see from that, all the big decisions surrounding that that didn't go to CEO, that was Bob Chappick's role. So he also worked very closely with Bob Iger. However, this guy is like a minor player compared to Kevin Mayer. So This pick was really, I think, again, something that pushed Kevin Mayer over the edge and just said, you know what, I got a better offer. They completely passed me up for the CEO role, even though it was the logical choice and I would have done the best job. And now TikTok wants me. Like, I I just think it was basically written in the cards that this was the next thing to fall. Um, But I certainly think this is going to be a big hit. So I want to talk a little bit more about Kevin Mayer and and try and explain to everyone listening why it was such a colossal mistake not to make him CEO. So this guy is super fascinating. He joined Disney in 1993. He had already had experience with Hulu. Um, He's had experience with Hotstar, which is like a big Indian um, streaming service. This guy has had experience with all of these streaming services, a lot of big websites, and then he left. Disney in 2000. This was the first time that he left. He left Disney in 2000 to run none other than Playboy.com, which, if you're keeping track, is a very, very interesting transition. You go from helping Disney run, uh, you know, their family parks and their family movies and their family shows and things like that to then Playboy and, and the website, which I just think is really funny. Um, apparently, Disney 
didn't really care. Um, and again, eventually picked him up later when he was ready to return. Um, no harm done. So very, very interesting. Um, the other thing I want to say about him is that despite being a senior executive at Disney, his net worth is really low, like like really low. So doing a quick search, his net worth is between 13 and 15 million, which yes, I know I sound really dumb saying that that's nothing, but consider this. If you do research on him, it says that he has technically worked for Disney uh, for around 15 years before he left, right? If you worked for Disney for 15 years, I, I, I don't know, maybe he wasn't investing his money wisely, maybe he, he took a lower salary, but especially uh, as of late, being the one to roll out Disney Plus and, and being the one to bring them into the new age of streaming, 15 million seems kind of low. Now, Bob Iger, on the other hand, who, uh, of course, this is not a fair comparison at all. I'm going to make that statement before I tell you his net worth. Um, he was also at Disney for 15 years as the CEO. He also worked for Disney for longer than that, doing some other things. Um, he worked his way up from uh, a uh, an executive, I believe, at ABC uh, before he ever went to Disney. So he obviously has had a much larger career, but his net worth is $690 million. So I, I don't know, like, were they not paying him fairly? If if he's only worth 15, of course his position is lower and he did leave at certain times. But to me, only 15 million for one of the largest streaming services in existence right now with 55 million subscribers just in the United States, that's kind of low. So I think the last thing that I want to touch on is how monumental this decision to make Kevin Mayer the CEO of ByteDance and TikTok is for those two companies. So obviously we've talked about the size of it. We've talked about how the U.S. is definitely one of the largest customers or at least the most profitable customer base and just how many downloads they've had in the United States, which is insane. But here's where this is going to get really, really important. Kevin Mayer is an American. Kevin Mayer lives in LA. Kevin Mayer is a face that people recognize in the business community and is well-respected. He's been at Disney. Now he's over at TikTok. That's why this is so important. That's exactly why they did this. They said, okay, when we're looking at criteria for someone to run these companies, let's let's write down a couple of things that we're not going to forego. They need to be an American. They need to have a good background. They need to know how to do streaming and social media and things like that. Kevin Mayer checks every single one of those boxes. The reason why him being in the United States is so important is, as I said earlier, whenever they would try and have hearings for TikTok, uh, because a lot of people in the U.S., including uh, the military, are extremely worried about national security with this Chinese app, they're thinking, well, hey, how do we fix this issue? How do we bring trust to TikTok, to the company? How do we validate that we are a company that is safe to do business with? That's exactly right. You bring on an American. He's got a great background. People recognize him. And they solved all of their issues. So they're, first of all, solving that issue of having somebody that people are going to recognize, feel comfortable with, an American. And then also they get someone who has had more success with streaming services than most other people on the planet. This guy knows exactly what he's doing, 
And when it comes to social media and all these other tools that he knows how to use, he's an expert. So they really got the best of all worlds here. I think that this is going to be just monumental for them going forward. I think we're going to see a lot of new adaptations with TikTok, especially because of his background. I would not be surprised. Here's my prediction for you. Okay, so hold me to it. I would not be surprised if in the near future we saw some sort of partnership with TikTok influencers and they would do shows or longer content and it would be available on TikTok. I think Kevin is definitely going to bring some of his streaming expertise to this company and I think he's going to take it to the next level, whatever that is for TikTok and ByteDance. I hope you guys really enjoyed listening to this episode as much as I enjoyed making it. Thank you so much again for your continued support. Uh, It is people like you that make it possible for me to do what I love, which is to talk about business and things like that. Uh, I want to give a little shout out. We have a fantastic team over here now um, that's been working with me for a while. Chris Hooper, our technical producer, he helps to edit every single episode and makes everything sound beautiful. We've also picked up a graphic designer and marketing manager that is Cece Bracey. She is also fantastic. The work that she does, you guys can find on our social media at TotsCast. So that's our Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all that stuff you can see there. She's also been great. Thank you guys again for listening. Next week on Monday, we're going to have a brand new Tater Tot for you to listen to. And then on Friday, I'm going to have a very special guest coming on to talk about entrepreneurship and how it is going to get us out of this crisis. I hope you have a good couple of days between now and then, and I'll see you next time.